Hello, everybody. Welcome to Did I Make That Up? My name is Justine Elizabeth, and I will be your host for this new podcast. I'm going to be talking about all things pop culture and reality TV, truly my one and only passion in life. And I really can't wait to get started. I've been like pretty much super obsessed with starting a podcast for the longest time. And for some reason, just like with quarantine and everything, I just figure, you know, I've been listening to more podcasts than ever and I have more time than ever. So I really just figure this is the best time even though I actually am moving in like two weeks, so maybe not, but I just wanted to get it started and get it out there. So yeah, I really can't wait. I think the very first thing I'm going to be covering after I blab on about myself for a little bit is going to be the first season of Jersey Shore, just because it's something truly iconic in reality TV history. And probably like once a year I go back and just watch like the entire series because it's so fucking good so I'll be doing that and hopefully I'll have a guest like a couple really good guests on for some of it um so yeah that would be awesome the other thing I would like absolutely love to cover would be the new season of Teen Mom 2 because Teen Mom is my number one ultimate favorite reality show all the other teen mom podcasts out there are perfect there's a few really perfect ones so I didn't want to make this all about teen mom but I definitely can talk about teen mom all day every day so I would love to cover that as well and also before I really blabber on more about myself and get into the very first episode I really want to give a shout out to my really good friend Sandra for making my logo for me. She is fucking awesome and she did such a fucking good job of it and I love it so much. So if you like the logo and you want some artwork made or if you just want to go check out her artwork, she does have an Instagram page that I would just like to plug really quickly. So her Instagram page is Sandal Studio. So s-a-n-d-a-l-s studio so go check that out and yeah let's get into it so jersey shore season one episode one like who would have thought how iconic this tv show would become right like oh i remember my first time watching it and just thinking like oh my god these people are so over the top um I knew lots of people like them because especially the time this came out when everyone was like dressing like that and acting like that it was when I was just barely legal age to go to the bars and stuff like that so obviously you know all my friends and I would freaking try to dress and act like them like I wanted to be Snooki so fucking bad you guys like I swear to god I I'm gonna post some pictures of what I used to look like how incredibly tanned I was like I was dark orange like would wear the super light concealer lips like just fucking ridiculous but here we go season one episode one of Jersey Shore so the very first cast member we meet is Polly D he's from Johnston Rhode Island 
and we get to see his house. He has a tanning bed in his house, and that's how serious he is about being a Guido and living up to that lifestyle. Um, we get to see his hair gel collection, which, I mean, let's be honest, he probably freaking went to Walmart or wherever, or his barber, like, right before he knew they were filming and just got all that just to be dramatic, but who knows, but my favorite thing about that is when he has, like, a whole armful of hair gel and he just, like, tosses it into the front seat of his car. It's pretty funny. So... We meet Polly, and he gets into his Cadillac and drives to the Jersey Shore. Next, we have Dabella Dabal, Miss Nicole Palizzi Snooky, uh, who's from Poughkeepsie, New York. She says, the ultimate dream is to move to Jersey, find a nice, juiced, hand, hot guy, and live my life. You haven't seen anything until you've seen me at the Jersey fucking shore. Can I just say, like... I used to legit try to be Snooky, like <laughs> tan skin, leopard print everywhere, just looked fucking ridiculous, especially because I literally have the complete opposite body type of Snooky. She's so short and cute, so everything just suited her. I'm super tall and lanky, so um, yeah, it didn't quite look the same, but obviously Snooki is my personally my personal favorite cast member I fucking love her so much she's the reason the show is what it is what it became and I can't believe she said that she's not coming back for the next season of family vacation when she announced that she was quitting that I legit like when she announced that she wasn't coming back for the new season of family vacation I honestly thought that that was going to be done, the show was going to be over, because up until this last season, with the build-up to Angelina's wedding and all the drama that went down, like, the show, the family vacation was really reaching for storylines, like, really, like, that fucking episode where Dina found the dead rabbit, like, that was the most dramatic, stretched-out bullshit piece of reality tv i think i've ever seen um but anyways snooki was one of the only real good things left and why i personally still watch it but um so when she announced that she wasn't coming back i was like okay that's it they're they're done like they're done with their reboot there's no way that you know that they're gonna come back for another season but apparently they signed on with or without her, but I really hope that they offer her enough money to come back. I, th I think they will. Anyways, I always wondered if this car, this shitty little Honda that Snooki gets into and drives to the Jersey Shore in, I always wondered if that was standard because if you guys will remember when the cast goes to Italy, they only have standard cars and, um, Snooki and Polly were the only two of the whole entire bunch that could drive stick. And I always wondered if this little piece of shit Honda that Snooki had was stick and that's how she knew or if she just knew. But because she does stall it on her way to the um, to the house, like she stalls it like right across the street from the house. So anyways, 
We're going to go to Manapal in New Jersey where we meet Mike the Situation, the iconic, my abs are so ripped up, that's why they call it the Situation. You know, a lot of people in these days like thought of Mike as such a douchebag and I guess like he does come across as it but honestly I didn't mind him and I'm not hating on him lifting up his shirt every two seconds because like he looked amazing and I'm sorry if I had a body like that if half the people I knew had a body like that they would probably be lifting up their shirts every two seconds anyways so um we basically just get a bunch of clips of Mike at the gym working out, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then he gets in his Range Rover and he's smoking a cigarette driving to the shore. Next, we meet Sam, who's from Hazlitt, New Jersey. She's known around town to Sammy's sweetheart. She's the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet, but do not fuck with her. Um, I don't think Sammy's a sweet bitch. I actually... I don't think there's one point in the entire series where I actually really like Sammy. I think in this episode, she comes off as such a fucking bitch. We'll get into that later. But I honestly don't even remember if there's like any point in the whole series where I actually really enjoyed Sammy. I guess we'll see. However, one thing I truly can relate to Sammy in though is... She says that she loves to get dolled up and look good, and she doesn't go out if she doesn't look good, which, you know, me too. But, um, and then she says she doesn't like to go out without her hair extensions in, and then we get a shot of her clip-in hair extensions just all piled up on the floor looking like a straight mess, and that's if like one thing describes my life that's it like fucking messy pile of hair extensions on the floor it's my life so next we have mr Vinny from staten island new york and i love this first clip that we get of him um with his family eating like a huge dinner because we get to see you know his mom like cutting up his food for him and everything which obviously his mom becomes a huge part of the show, like a big side character. So we get to see that. We learn that he's smart. He graduated from college, but he still knows how to party. And we get him teaching us how to fist pump with a huge fucking sweat stain in his armpit, which is hilarious. Um... With him being, with him saying he's like the smartest person or whatever, for a while, I don't know if anyone really knows this, but for a while, Vinny tried to do stand up comedy. Uh, there's one on YouTube that I watched of him, and it wasn't that bad. Like, I don't, I thought it was pretty funny, but I love like all stand up comedy. I'm not a very hard person to make laugh. Um, but he makes like a joke about, being the smartest person on the Jersey Shore. So yeah, go find that on YouTube if you're interested, I guess. Next, we have Wow from Long Island, New York. After I have sex with a guy, I will rip their heads off. We have clips of her partying, lots of clips of her partying. She tells us she has a boyfriend, Tom, but you know, she's going to try to be good. Um, I always wondered what Wow did for a living, before the show like she always she claimed she was a graphic designer um and then she also did like club promoting and stuff 
I mean, I don't really know how well club promoting pays in Long Island, but here club promoters for like Toronto or Niagara Falls and stuff, they don't really make money unless they're bringing in like hundreds and hundreds of people. Like usually club promoters get like free entry, a free bottle, like whatever. But for her to have had like the nice car, the fake boobs, like, I don't know. I low-key think that JWoww used to be a stripper. I mean, and I'm not saying that as an insult at all, trust me, but I I low-key think that JWoww was a stripper before the Jersey Shore. She just has that, like, the thing to her. I don't know. I can't describe it, but loved JWoww, loved her blonde, ratty hair extensions, which, trust me, I also had the blonde pieces in my hair. Oh, good old Jersey Shore days. Then we go to the Bronx, New York, where we're going to meet Miss Arani, where he says his only rule is never fall in love with the Jersey Shore, which is major foreshadowing. He says that he doesn't even have to try with girls. He just takes off his shirt and his the girls come to him like fly goes to shit. Um, and he basically tells us, like, it doesn't matter how low your bank account is or anything, you gotta always look good, etc., etc. And as they, as he tells us that we have to look good, we get a clip of him. Like, we get this pan to these sneakers, and they were the fucking ugliest shoes I've ever seen in my life. I just thought it was really funny. And then... Last but certainly not least, we have Miss Angeliners, also from Staten Island. She tells us she's the Kim Kardashian of Staten Island, which she's really easy to like hate on and to make fun of, especially because she says that she has a nice big fat ass when she literally has like a flat pancake ass, which I'm not hating on at all because I also have a flat pancake no ass so trust me I'm not body shaming her but it's just really funny um but I super like am envious of Angelina's confidence here she still has that like intense confidence that I'm super envious over I wish that I could walk into any room and just automatically feel like the hottest girl there I'm sure everyone you know wishes they could feel that way too but they show us her boyfriend which if you guys will remember a couple episodes in we learned that her boyfriend's actually married um so we get to see him for like two seconds so they're all driving down to the shore house and we see a lot of map quest directions which is hilarious to me it's like such a sign of the times like i totally remember you know having to drive places and stuff with like my mom or whoever driving and I would be in the front seat like reading the map quest directions to them making sure they're going the right way like it's so crazy how it wasn't even that long ago and even that's like kind of old school you know so Mike's the very first person to arrive to the shore house he's looking around he likes the way it's decorated he thinks it's a cool house which it is a really fucking cool house and fun fact actually Danny the sh- the owner of the house and the shore store 
I'm pretty sure it's the same building, if that makes sense, because I've been to the Jersey Shore twice, and it's literally, like, right on the back of the house. I don't know if it's attached or if it's just right there, but it's, the, the store is literally the back of the house. But anyways, the fun fact is that he actually bought the house because he said it looked like a house that, like, the real world would be filmed in. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. It worked out for him, you know? So, after Mike's looking around, Polly's the second to arrive. And they meet and they click instantly. They decide they're going to room together. And then Sammy comes in. So, they all decide that... The, th- the three of them decide they're going to room together. Which, I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure Mike and Polly both regretted about a week into the house of them (laughs) living together. Um, Mike actually knew Sammy and Angelina before the house, but obviously, you know, this was before reality TV really broke the fourth wall in anything, and so we don't really get to find that out, but... Apparently, they knew each other before. Um, Vinny comes in next, and he comes in like such a cocky SOB. He is making fun of Polly's hair, and he says that he would definitely expect hotter girls than Sammy. Like, Vinny, come on. Like, now, obviously, he can get whoever the fuck he wants because he's a millionaire, but come on, Vinny, you definitely weren't pulling anything that looked half as good as Sammy back in these days like let's let's not kid ourselves then we have Wow coming in and I watched an interview with Jenny I don't I don't remember if it was an interview or if it was on her YouTube channel or something but she was saying that the reason why she was so awkward and quiet when she walks in was because she wasn't sure how the show was going to be filmed she wasn't sure if it was a competition show if it like she just wasn't sure they didn't give them any details they just said said show up to the house this day this time and be ready to be filming for however long they were there so that's why she said she came off kind of like a bitch and standoffish so it's a fun fact next we have Snooki coming in with her iconic parties here She's hugging everyone. She seems so friendly and nice. And then, of course, she wants to start taking shots, which, honestly, I really and truly don't blame her because if I was in that situation, I would have been blacked out fucking wasted from the second I walked in the door. Like, I don't know that it's intimidating, obviously, to know that you have to live in a house with, you know seven other people or whatever and you don't know any of them you don't know what they're gonna be like she she said it was her first time away from home you know Snooki's an only child her parents are all she has so she's probably so intimidated and then obviously plus you have like camera crew there cameras and producers following you around so I don't know everyone makes fun of her for getting so fucking sloppy drunk here but I'm not hating because I would literally do the exact same thing. Then Ronnie comes in and then we get Angelina who comes in last with all of her 
garbage bags. And Polly D in his talking head makes a comment about like no one in your family has a suitcase or anything that you could borrow and he's not wrong like girl come on you're going on tv like with garbage bags like how fucking embarrassing so danny the boss comes in and he basically tells them all you know they have to work they have to take it seriously if they don't If they don't show up to work, if they show up drunk or late, whatever, then they're going to be fired. And another thing, too, is they actually, the cast didn't actually get paid to film this season. The cast didn't get paid to film this season. They actually only got paid what they made at the shore store for their shifts. So he wasn't wrong when he said, you have to come to work. So... Now we see Snooki start to get a little bit tipsy. She's drunk. She's saying that she loves her roommates. They're all kind of laughing at her and being rude. So she decides to go up to the rooftop part of the house. And there's a big bed there. So she decides to lay on it. And she's just talking, talking, talking. Basically talking out of her ass. Who knows if she was genuinely talking to herself like they made it seem. Or if there was a producer there kind of talking to her. But she's going off and then everyone else decides to come upstairs they decide they're doing shots they decide they want to go in the hot tub and then Snooki out of nowhere gets like a huge burst of energy she decides to take off her clothes get in the hot tub in her bra and underwear Angelina in her talking head decides to talk shit and say like that's disgusting and She's going in there with a thong on and blah, blah, blah. Wear a thong bikini. It's more classy, which, bitch, Angelina, it's the exact same thing. Like, I'm sorry. When people say, oh, you growing into the pool or the hot tub in your bra and underwear is nasty. It's like, it's literally the same thing as wearing a bikini. You're showing like the exact same amount of skin. So who gives a fuck? But As we know, this season, Angelina is a fucking bitch and a slut shamer. So there's that. Snooki's in the hot tub. She's trying to make out with everybody. So she gets really drunk and passes out. And the rest of the household decide to go on the boardwalk, check out their surroundings, play some games, etc. So poor Snooki wakes up and she doesn't know where everyone went. So she's walking around the house going, oh my god, where did everyone go? Where did everyone go? And then we get the first sight of the infamous duck foam where she decides to call her dad. Another fun fact, she actually drunk called her mom as well, but we didn't see that. We only saw her talking to her dad. And JWoww's boyfriend keeps trying to call in. And when he does, I guess Snooki doesn't realize that the receiver part of the phone is actually on the actual um, part that you hold. So she keeps saying, hang on, hang on, and putting the phone down to go try to find Jenny. And it keeps hanging up on her boyfriend, which is hilarious. We go back to the boardwalk and Mike and Sam are flirting and holding hands and 
I honestly think it would have been hilarious if Sam and Mike ended up together instead of her and Ron. I mean, obviously the show would have never became what it became, but it would have been a lot different. And I honestly think Mike would have treated her a hundred billion times better than Ronnie would, but that's just me. So everyone comes back to the house and Snooki tells Jenny, hey, your boyfriend called. And Ronnie goes, her what? Her what? Her boyfriend? And we get a talking head of Polly saying, I'll help you forget about your boyfriend, which is also major foreshadowing. So it's the next morning after the first night and Mike's in the kitchen and Snooki wakes up and goes to him and says she feels like shit. And then we get to see it's the bathroom door the door's closed but they still have their mics on so Snooki's talking to jenny and she tells she asks her if she could hold her hair back while she helps her puke and jenny goes no i can't do that i can't do that i'll get sick and then jenny goes out to the rest of the house and basically tells them that she's throwing up in there so who wants to help her hold her hair back i didn't like that jenny did that I thought that was rude like they don't fucking need to know that she's puking and the way they treat her over puking is like Jesus fucking Christ it's like nothing I've ever seen before like they all like to drink they all like to party like that's what the show's about or what it ends up becoming about more or less but they're all partiers like as if they've never gotten fucking drunk and puked before like everyone has like everyone's been there it's not something to shame someone or be rude to someone over like goddamn if I was there I'd be like hell yeah girl hold your hair back as long as you got me next time you know but whatever we get to hear her puke which after all I just said I still didn't need to hear that but you know um they all leave without her and I found it kind of rude like no one even asks her if she's okay if she needs anything they're just like oh well she's sick let's let's go to work without her whatever so they leave and they go to the shore store um so poor Snooky, you know she's on her own again she realizes they all left without her so she's walking around trying to find the store like I wonder how long she was actually running around for. It couldn't have been too long because, like I said, the store is literally the back of the house. When she gets there, Danny decides to pull her outside and say, you know, today I'll let it slide, but you can't be late ever again. I felt so fucking bad for her. That must have been so humiliating. She was already feeling like it was going to be hard to be there and stuff, and all of that stuff happened to her. I just felt so bad for her. I just wanted to give her a big hug, but... I mean, obviously, it all worked out fucking amazing for her, but still, back at the house, Snooki decides to confront the house, which I fucking loved. She said, what's wrong? And then Mike goes, you showed up late, you showed up late, like thinking she was, t- <laughs> thinking she was talking about work. And then she goes, no, like, what's going on? Why is everyone acting weird towards me? And then fucking cunt bitch sam goes like what were you doing in there were you like vomiting your brains out because i don't want your pukey breath on me like if 
anybody fucking talk to me like that? Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I would do, but I don't know. That was fucked up of her. Like, goddamn, Sam, as if you've never gotten drunk and puked before in your life. Like, sorry, you're fucking better than everyone else. God, I, ha- I hated that so fucking much. Like, I feel like everyone likes Sammy now because of everything that had happened with the series and everyone knows that she was like you know abused horribly by Ronnie like that was a fucking awful relationship and he treated her like shit on national television for years and years and years and you know no matter how much I don't like her how big of a bitch I think she is no fucking woman deserves that and it's awful but I think people need to go back and watch how big of a fucking bitch she was because she's just a fucking bitch I don't like her sorry so she so Sammy says I don't want your pukey breath on me and then Snooki goes I brush my teeth and then Sammy goes that's fine I don't want your pukey breath on me oh poor Snooki though she realizes that you know, the first night they all bonded without her because she got way too drunk and now she's the one that's left out. Meanwhile, Mike's cooking their first Sunday family dinner. We got some sausage and peppers, some chicken, some salad. And they all sit down to eat and Snooki decides to apologize. So she says, I'm sorry if I acted like an asshole last night if i offended you or if you got the wrong impression of me i'm seriously the sweetest girl i get along with everyone and i just want to have fun and they all accept her apology for some reason fucking sam thinks it's directed towards her more than anybody because she's like thanks thanks snooki i pre- yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I-, I appreciate that thank you next we get a scene of mike and polly on the roof and they're catcalling some girls on the boardwalk telling them to come up so they get these girls that agree to come upstairs and come into the hot tub with them and angelina says to sam you know should we go up there and spy on them and then ronnie's telling them not to because he's obviously doesn't want the boys to get cock blocked but he's telling them not to but sam and angelina decide to go up there anyways they sit up there with some drinks and just basically stare at the guys which i remember when this aired like i didn't really think anything of that but watching it back now i'm like that was so fucking weird like i get that sam and mike were kind of had a thing or whatever but still like why the fuck would you go up there and like watch him in the hot tub with like random girls i don't know that was just really fucking weird i mean i think i wish that we got more footage of angelina and sam actually in this time because it seemed to me like they instantly bonded as friends um kind of found that interesting angelina says to sam you see that's how we know we're classy girls because we've been living with these guys for like two whole days and we still haven't done anything yet (laughs) which is hilarious that that's her definition of being classy is that you've lived with a guy for two days and haven't done anything with them yet god damn 
I must be the classiest fucking girl ever than Angelina. Jeez. Polly's like holding up a girl's thong. You know, all the guys are making out with all the girls. Mike is about to make out with one of the girls. And then he looks over and he notices that Sammy's looking at him. So he decides to get out of the hot tub because he doesn't want to fuck it up. And like I said earlier, I honestly think Mike would have treated Sam a hundred million times better. Like even even back in these days when he was deep into his addiction and he came off as such a douchebag, I honestly always thought that he would be a really nice boyfriend. He seems that like he's the type of guy where if you're a one night stand, he's like that's it he's done with you one and done whatever he treats you like a one night stand but he's also seemed like the type of guy like if you're his girlfriend and you let him like take you out on a date and stuff like he actually treats you really well that's that's just what I personally always thought of Mike but Angelina decides to tell Wow what's going on with the hot tub and how Polly D made out with a 20 year old and he's only 29 which at the time of this, I was like, oh, that's not even bad. What the fuck? But I'm 29 now, and yeah, I can't picture myself making it with a 20-year-old. That, like, they're right. That is fucking gross and weird. They're all sitting around, and Wow says, like, don't disrespect us because we're not going to get three douchebags off the street and whatever. And then they're not arguing, but the guys and the girls are all kind of discussing, like, you know, it's the summer, like, we're, like they're kind of, like, trying to establish their boundaries a little bit, and then the three girls that were in the hot tub with them decide to walk through the, the front door, like, the main entrance of the house, and Wow tells them, bad idea, turn around, and walk outside, and they decide to slam the door and yell, bitches, and Angelina gets up, <laughs> storms to the door yells at the door all the whores shut up (laughs) angelina is such a fucking slut shamer but honestly you can't deny that she's fucking hilarious though when she does it poor snooki is laying in her bed and she thinks that they're all yelling about her i felt really bad there but anyways angelina says she would never do that ronnie's like why were you watching then like creeps like yeah ronnie says like why were you guys all watching like creeps then like who are you to judge what's classy and what's not and then (laughs) and then angelina has her iconic line um hello they're taking their underwear off in the fucking jacuzzi are you dumb is that classy no that's trashy (laughs) so angelina basically says that Mike needs to stop telling girls that he likes them if he's gonna, you know, bring other girls back and do stuff like that. And then Mike says, why is everyone linking me and Sam? We're just friends. And then Ronnie, so funny, says, because your head is so far up her ass, bro. You can see out her mouth, bro. (laughs) And then we get like a talking head of Mike saying he can get any girl he wants and not to hate the player, but to hate the game. And then... The episode ends off with Snooki packing her bags. She's on the phone with her dad. She's telling him she's over it and she wants to go home. He tells her not to be a quitter. And 
yeah, she's just over it and she wants to go home. Ronnie's kind of a douchebag about it. He's the one that kind of notices her packing and he says that like, you know, he's not going to coddle her. Um, but he does tell everyone else in the house. And then Angelina says, you know, oh shit, she thinks we all hate her, but we don't. So Angelina, Sammy, and Jenny all go down and they try to convince her to stay. And basically that's how the episode ends off. I mean, you know, we obviously know that she doesn't end up staying. We obviously know that she ends up staying, so... So yeah, that's Jersey Shore season one, episode one. I can't wait to cover the rest of the season. I can't wait to cover pop culture news. I can't wait to cover some other shows. You know, this is going to be fucking awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to my annoying ass voice talk. And thank you guys so much for listening to my very first episode you know, please bear with me because this is my first episode. I'm totally new to this. I'm learning as I go. So, you know, I I can't wait to keep going. I can't wait to talk about all things pop culture, all the reality shows I'm into. If anyone has any show suggestions or episode suggestions, you know, um, add me on Instagram for now. So my Instagram is Justine underscore Elizabeth one. So add me on Instagram, send me a DM, let me know what you think. Thank you so much for listening and until next time, guys.